Samit Taka, the President and CEO with Qualys. Welcome to Australia. You're visiting from the US, uh, but thanks for joining us on My Security TV. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure uh, uh, being out on tour here in Australia. Wonderful. You, you're based in Saratoga in California. So uh, hopefully the warm, sunny weather here in Sydney today uh, has been welcoming for you. Maybe a bit of a background into why you, you're visiting. I take this might be your first visit to Australia for a while. Yeah, we have Qualys has uh, been uh, really uh, working closely with our customers here in Australia. We have a lot of customers across um, banking, uh, government and many other small, medium business sectors and um, very uh, uh, you know, our, our team has been working very closely with uh, these customers, helping them understand uh, how Qualys can really help uh, mitigate the cyber risk. And um, the opportunity for me to be here and talk to a lot of our customers and our partners directly, hear feedback from them, the challenges that they face from a cyber perspective, uh, and really bring the knowledge that we gain from our uh, global platform and global customer base and really see how we can learn from the market here in Australia and then take some of our learnings that we have um, worldwide and really leverage those to help uh, either the efforts that the private entities and the governments here are making to make the, the lives of the citizens here much safer. Well, you were, uh, the title of your uh, session today with your partners was Language of Risk. Do you find the language of risk changing in a cyber environment and at the time of uh, recording today, uh, another another significant breach in the news here in, in mainstream media in Australia. Uh, yeah, just, just how are you finding customers and their perceptions around language, I think is always very important when talking about risk. Yeah, I think the, we kind of have to take a step back and look at what's been happening in the last, you know, 10, 15 years is when you know, people talk about digital transformation, but really it's been about every company out there, whether they're a private entity or a government organization are really trying to uh, get to that next level by leveraging digital experience of their customers, their users as a differentiator and really leveraging that as a way to leapfrog to the next level. And so you have a lot of companies uh, today all over the world that are writing software. Uh, and, and really that means that there's trillions of lines of code being written out there. And so there's not a surprise that we see more and more vulnerabilities are coming out now. And uh, attackers clearly see that this is a way for organizations, for, for them to really be able to make monetary benefit uh, out of that. And so uh, when you have more issues that you have to deal with and, and a staff that is, uh, you know, really not as many people that you would like to hire can be found in the market. Uh, how do you kind of focus on what is really causing risk to your environment and make that an equation that fits in the business language? And, and you know, risk is a well-known um, uh, part of the business language, but it has not really been that up applicable to cyber in the past because everybody keeps talking about the projects that they do. Uh, in cyber and and the questions that are coming up from the board more recently are how are we tying our spend in cyber to the risk and how much risk is being mitigated by that and so that language gap is has been becoming wider and wider and and that's why it was really great to come out here and have that conversation with the CISOs here as well. Well, I understand you're going to Canberra tomorrow. Any early takeaways out of your your meetings today uh, in Sydney? 
I thought we had fantastic conversations, uh, not just here in Sydney, but uh, last couple of days in my conversations in Brisbane and Melbourne and uh, a day before that in Auckland in New Zealand as well. Uh, and to see really the focus that uh, uh, the government entities and uh, private organizations here are putting on, whether it's the essential eight or uh, the critical 10 uh, over in uh, New Zealand, really the focus on getting down to the basics, focusing on hygiene and um, the, the conversation about how do we quantify risk and how do we have a conversation around risk with the board, but also with the IT teams so that all of us can be on the same page and really focus on fixing the issues that are the most important to the organization and cause the most risk uh, has been very, very well received. And I got very positive feedback from the CISOs who really are facing this challenge on a daily basis because they just have too many things to deal with and they're trying to weed through all the different signals and all the different devices and uh, trying to really answer four basic questions that they struggle with, which is what do I have in my environment? And very few people really know uh, how to answer that. What is my risk? Uh, how do I quantify that? And then what is the best way and the most cost-effective way to fix that risk? And then the last part is, am I protected? Right At the end of the day, you just want to know, I've, I've invested in all this, am I protected? And, uh, the, the feedback was overwhelming that uh, really these are the basic questions everybody's trying to answer and any help that they can get in that direction is really the opportunity for all of us to work together um, to see what we can come up with that's really going to help them. Where do you, do you see a gap or do you think the, the clients and, and customers are using the sophisticated tools that you provide on the platform or, and do you think, find that that there is a gap. Is it decreasing? Do you find, particularly, say, in Australia and New Zealand, the sophistication of the IT teams and are really using the, the tools that they have in these cloud platforms to the best that they can? Uh, yeah, what was your observations maybe compared? You know, I mean, you Qualys is across 130 countries, yeah. but you come in with a nice US perspective post-pandemic. Where do you find yeah. that sophistication for the Australian New Zealand teams? You know, that's a great question and it's really interesting that technology has been a great equalizer across the world so the problems that folks are facing out here in new zealand australia are exactly the same problems that people are facing out in europe or in uae or in india or in us and so which means that the solutions that we are working on are applicable everywhere and so what we see is that in in markets um, where um, they are starting the digital transformation more recently in the last few years, like Australia. Um, there is a better opportunity to leapfrog some of the learnings that uh, people have had in other regions and really uh, able to make better utilization of the newer capabilities. And so what we see is definitely a, a strong interest and we see a, um, a lot of energy in making sure that we are jumping directly to the more modern solutions because you're not weighed down by some of the, the older uh, on-prem solutions, et cetera. And so there is definitely a lot of interest in um, simplicity, cloud-based solutions. We're seeing the adoption of the cloud rapidly here in this region as well. And that's one of the reasons why Qualys really invested in putting a platform out here in Australia uh, so that we can uh, really work on the uh, data residency requirements that uh, the government has here as well as working through the IRAP uh, certification process so right. that we can ensure that uh, customers here can leverage modern capabilities and technologies which they are very very interested so that they can get to the end goal much quicker and faster and don't have to go through on-prem solutions that 
uh, other regions have have kind of dealt with and learned the, from those mistakes. Did you find customers uh, certainly understanding what IRAP is, but the significance of that uh, as uh, sort of the next step? Yeah, the uh, customers want to be compliant with the government regulation. I think the government is still looking forward to ensuring that uh, the local uh, entities' da data is protected and they have requirements from any uh, vendor who wants to provide services and cloud services out of Australia. And so I think that's a very good positive step in ensuring that certain requirements are met for anybody uh, who wants to, to go through that process. And by doing so is really helping protect the data of the, the entities, the government, as well as the citizens out here in Australia, right? And I think um, our, our customers understand that, appreciate the effort that Qualys is putting in to make sure that we are uh, out here and providing the local support and making an investment locally um, so that we can meet the requirements uh, that the, the government is trying to put in place here. Well, it's always good to see the president and CEO come out and you know, actually come and meet customers uh, face to face. What, what do you, what's your clear call to action, I suppose, when you talk to customers uh, and your, your point of difference, I suppose, in the market, uh, other than years? And, and I, I think this is a yeah. fair point. Yeah, Qualys is approaching sort of a 25-year anniversary and you've been uh, with the company for about 20 years too. So you've seen a lot of change and, uh, you know, Qualys was really before its time, one of the first out into the market as a SaaS platform. Yeah, yeah. what's your key point of difference? And obviously pedigree and experience is uh, going to be a standout there as well. Certainly, uh, you know, I think uh, for me, I, I'm an engineer at heart and a product uh, person for many years. And so to me, I really like to come out and have these conversations directly with the customers so we can hear firsthand. And Qualys has always been a very engineering and product driven organization. So we lead with innovation on the platform first uh, and then go to market second. And so um, no customer for us is, is too small or, or, you know, too big or uh, so being out here talking to these customers, getting direct feedback is, is really important. And that's why I wanted to make this trip personally so that I can really uh, have that face-to-face -face interaction. And as we come out of COVID, certainly great to see people um, there. And look, I think Qualys 20 years ago uh, really uh, innovated by uh, saying that SaaS can be used as a way to deliver scalable cost-effective security. We were you know, one of the first ones and very early on, and it took a long time for uh, other folks to really catch on to the cloud. And of course, today cloud has become more of a fashion statement and people talk about how they're cloud first and cloud native, et cetera. Uh, but what we've always focused on is how do we, the ask from customers is clear. They want to simplify cybersecurity, not complicate it. They don't want 50 different solutions that they have to deal with trying to make them work with each other. So customers want to focus on the basics. They want to focus on the hygiene. They want to focus on risk management. Um, they, instead of focusing on how do I deal with a breach later, they really want to put investment in making sure that they actually prevent breaches by making sure that they are discovering the riskiest assets and the riskiest vulnerabilities and patching them before the attackers can get to that, right? And so uh, folks really want a way to simplify security. They want to know what they have in their environment. They want to know what the, the risk is. They want to um, be able to have a plan how to fix it and then actually find a way to fix it, right? And this is really where Qualys has been pioneering is instead of just 
telling you everything that is wrong. We are really providing more and more automation for customers so they can actually fix uh, their, the issues that they are seeing in an automated way and simplify their security program so that they don't have to go and do so many manual things. And so it's about winning uh, you know, one inch at a time in many ways. And so one patch at a time. So every patch you deploy before an attacker gets to it is a big win. And so instead of just sort of being in the status quo of, you know, can I give you a big list of all the CVEs that you have to deal with? Can I help you fix 30, 40, 50% of those? So your limited resources can focus on mitigating the, the other set of risks that you have in your environment. And, and that's really kind of what the learning for us has been is customers struggle with the basics. They need help to find their assets they need a way to uh, quantify the risk and then they after that they need a way to just fix those things and that's really the basics that we're focusing on how much how important i suppose we're hearing a lot of uh, conversations around efficiency uh, and automation uh, how much how important is is automation to you and to the platform and how much r d sort of focus do you have on, as you say, just sim simplifying it, but then also doing a lot of the the heavy heavy lifting, uh, where the cyber teams just can't don't have the time or the resources. And that's what it is, right? You you have a lot more vulnerabilities being discovered on a lot more assets than you ever had because everything is going digital. At the same time, not enough talent available in cybersecurity. So how do you? What's your solution to be able to address uh, the the challenges in terms of actually fixing? The issues that are coming up. I mean, in a perfect world, you would have no vulnerabilities. But unfortunately, uh, like I said earlier, as more and more companies have been writing more and more code, uh, vulnerabilities are increasing and the weaponization time is decreasing. And so uh, there's not enough folks that uh, are on the team that can go and make an impact. And so the, um, the only solution that a lot of people really see is a way to automate uh, certain types of issues and vulnerabilities to remediate those so that the limited stuff that you have can maybe focus on may, uh, your highly critical assets. As an example, Google Chrome releases highly exploitable, uh, you know, vulnerabilities, uh, which have patches that they release. And uh, when something like that happens, do you really want your limited resources to go and, you know, manually update every uh, employee laptop? to the next version, uh, could you leverage automation from Qualys there to really take care of something like that so that as nobody has to touch it um, and all of these kind of vulnerabilities get taken care of within uh, four hours, eight hours. And so then the limited resource that you have can really focus on maybe some of your critical assets to do some manual testing, et cetera. So that's why I said earlier, it's really about um, taking more and more of that manual process off the table. And that really, to me, seems like the only solution if you're going to be in an environment where um, more vulnerabilities are going to come out and less people are going to be available to fix those uh, manually. I suppose one last question is, how what, what should the expectations be of your customer? How do you work with your customers? Uh, we spoke to your uh, regional vice president uh, here in the Australian New Zealand uh, late last year. So, but again, from a presidential uh, and CEO level, what's your instruction uh, to your teams? And then what should the expectation be of customers, how you work with them? Because again, SaaS platform, you know, very powerful. Uh, so it's really got to make sure that they uh, get the benefits out right. of it. Look, technology is only one aspect of it, right? And we have innovated from a technology aspect of it, but customers today need help. Uh, to understand how they can get a uh, outcome of it. And, and this is really what I tell the team that 
focus on the outcome that we are able to provide our customer because they care about the outcome and the outcome that a security professional cares about is mitigating their risk. And so instead of going and talking about the features that we have, how can we work with our customers to give them a solution that is going to meet the, the end-to-end need, not just that I have a great platform that's going to tell you everything that's wrong. Okay, well, there's many other things that are telling me what's wrong. How are you going to help me fix it? And so um, we, we have an interesting model where our account managers are very technical. They are you know, professionals who have been doing vulnerability management in, in their previous roles. And so they can work directly with our customers uh, to really help them and meet their, meet their goals that they have in terms of um, risk mitigation. And in the process, they can uh, talk about the capabilities the platform can bring to them. And so we always lead with a customer first approach here because at the end of the day, uh, it's not, we are a SaaS solution uh, and we build long-term relationships with our customers, many customers over more than 10 years with us. Uh, and the idea here is that we're not here to try to just you know do a quick sale and disappear. We want to be able to work with our customers to find additional capabilities that Qualys can provide to these customers to meet their end goal, which is you know reducing their risk. And uh, if we can do that, then customers will continue to work with us and and you know look at additional things that we can do. Uh, but but if not, then of course they're not going to do that. And so my focus to the team is let's scale for our customers. Let's make sure that we are available to explain how they can get an outcome and then we work closely with our partners because uh, partners are a big part of our ecosystem and they work uh, they are really providing solutions because many customers it's not just about the technology they don't even have the resources at times to implement the technology and get outcome out of that and that's why they go to partners and so polis is not in the business of doing professional services and managed services so we really work closely with our partners to providing them top-notch technology which then they can leverage to provide the intelligence that is needed from a human perspective at times to help these customers really achieve their goals of risk reduction nice and i think given the speed of of technology as you say uh, customers need help and you you can't help uh, you can't get that help without partnering uh, as well and i think the longevity that qualys has had in the market uh, and that strong brand uh, is a testament to that approach so uh, Samed Taka, the President and CEO with Qualys, visiting here in Australia, New Zealand. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your trip uh, and safe travels. But uh, thank you very much for joining us on our My Security TV and our Tech and Sec Weekly. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate uh, the candid conversation. I look forward to coming back, visiting again and, and getting back on uh, another call with you and uh, talking more about the progress that we have made. Wonderful. Thank you, Samed. Enjoy Bye. your day. Thank you.